This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Hi, Equity Mates. Uh, my name's Sasha. I'm the producer of the show, of the whole network, actually. And I'm just dropping in your feed to say that this is a really excellent conversation with Frooms or Lucinda. And I'm really excited that you get to hear it. But there is a bit of language. So take this as a language warning. Uh, if you've got young ears around, maybe pop some headphones in or save this one to listen to later. We couldn't make Equity Mates happen without your support. So thank you so much for downloading and listening to this. And remember, if you've got any thoughts on any of the shows, just send us an email, contact at equitymates.com. Enjoy Get Started Investing. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing. In this podcast, we cover all the basics that you need to start your investing journey. However, if this is the very first episode that you have joined us, we suggest going back to the start of the feed as it is designed to go from the very beginning. Don't let us stop you, though, if you want to dive in. Uh, we've got a great episode coming up, but then do go and listen to those 12 episodes from the start. Here at GSI, we unpack all the jargon, the confusing bits, hear your investing stories with the purpose of having some fun along the way as well. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this episode. Uh, we're going to be covering uh, a lot of topics that people are interested in, crypto, trying to make a million dollars, Yes, uh, with someone that a lot of people will be familiar with. Yeah, this is part of our community series where we're going to have conversations with members from the Equity Mates community about their investing journey, and it is our pleasure to welcome to the studio, Lucinda Price. Yay! Was- <laughs> Listen to welcome. Thank you, boys. We're in a very hot room. We it are. is. It is. It's warming yeah. up quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so if people are watching us on video, we might start sweating. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a thermal. It's <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> or it could be a very quick episode. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, you're otherwise known, you're an Australian comedian, otherwise known as Frooms on Instagram. Uh, so head over and, and check uh, Lucinda out. It's uh, F R triple O M E S, Frooms, well <laughs> CEO of Frooms World. Um, so head over and, and follow her. And also, um, as of today, and we were recording this on the 10th of June, um, a proud podcast host. Yes, I'm one of you. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Feels so good. Uh, your podcast, Where Are All the Baby Pigeons, has just released. That's an exciting day. Remember our first podcast launch day? Do, do you remember it though? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where were you, were you doing it at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First episode we recorded on the balcony of Bryce's share house. Um, birds tweeting in the background. One microphone on the table between us. Terrible. 
Terrible. Yes. <laughs> you start somewhere. Um, yeah. So before we jump into your investing journey, your crypto journey, what is uh, where are all the baby pigeons about? So the name is ridiculous. <laughs> it's a podcast with Nova and they'd already chosen the name like before I came on. Oh. So I didn't really have a say. Because when you say where are all the baby pigeons, it's quite a not even tongue twister, it's just a lot of words. We'll mm. see how it goes. Hopefully people find it with <laughs> SEO. Um, but it is a podcast all about life's everyday mysteries. Okay. So is the Bermuda Triangle real? Can you tell us? Yeah. <laughs> but that to the is podcast. Actually, yeah. <laughs> well, like for example, with that one, I would interview um, like scientists as well as conspiracy theorists. People. Okay, cool. Nice. So I didn't actually get a definitive answer, but I did get a definitive answer on whether or not periods sync up. Okay. I don't know if you have girlfriends or you yeah, live yeah. with females. Yeah. Um, almost all women think that they sync up. Yeah. And they don't. Really? Confirmed they don't. Like okay. Multiple there scientists. Go. There you go. Well, don't ruin all of the yeah. answers. <laughs> <laughs> <That's fun. laughs> that is a good, that's yeah. interesting. There you go. So tune in. Uh, where are all the baby pigeons? Um, and uh, yeah, we'll discuss a little bit about that later on. However, for those of our community who don't know who you are, are you, are you able to give a bit of a brief background on, on what you're currently doing um, and your journey to date? Of course. So I'm a comedian. Um, and yeah, most of my stuff is on Instagram. I feel like I've invested all of my time and energy into Instagram. Like I'm on it every single day doing yeah. stuff. I started off my career working at or interning at Southern Cross Stereo because I wanted to be a radio announcer. And then I worked at Pedestrian TV for about four and a half years. Then I got made redundant, RIP, <laughs> um, in the middle of the year last year with COVID. So then I had to like get cracking and just start my own business. So I registered Frooms World. The yep. next day, nice, um, and just kicked off doing freelance creative work, and I've kind of um, been very strategic in making it a business and not yeah. going out as a freelancer. And I found that's quite helpful. Yeah, in in what way? Like, what have you been doing? So I've been making videos. I sort of pitch myself as a director, a producer, a writer a comedian, all of it, because mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I admire, they kind of just take these titles and then it comes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what we've done. We, CEO. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Podcast Director. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the thing because you really are, like you guys are the CEO of Equity Mates, you're co-CEOs. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. We haven't really discussed titles yet. Maybe we should, we'll do it offline. <laughs> But you're right. It's like small business and entrepreneur. Like yeah, you just yeah, yeah. Make it up as you go. That's why I keep introducing myself as billionaire because one day it'll happen. Legit, do it. I'm seeing you as creative director. Okay. I don't know, just the vibe. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. The way yeah. you look, and I'm seeing you as um, CCO. CCO. Is that the chief commercial operator? Chief operating <laughs> officer. Chief. Commercial. Is nice. it commercial or is it yeah, something commercial. Yeah. yeah. CFO, Chief Finance Officer. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Bryce is you, a lot more much, straight edge. You've pretty yeah. much got it right. I take care of the books and pay Ren's salary. And, um, Ren I takes, keep the content train rolling. Ren keeps the content train rolling. Yeah, well, there you go. I, I create the value Bryce monetizes. <laughs> well, speaking of monetizing, we've been following your quest on Instagram to try and make a million dollars. And I assume that happened uh, post-redundancy or at the start of 2021, either or. Where, where was it? I think it was probably three months into being made redundant. 
I decided I needed to write down goals. Mm -hmm. So I had three goals. Goal one, get a book deal. Nice. Can't give anything away, but we're en route. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Number two, make a song. And I made a song with G Flip and Flume, premiered on Triple J. That, that's not just making a song. That's yeah. making a song with some pretty big people <laughs> yeah. and getting a pretty I got big MJ in. Yeah. It, it would be like if oh, I'm going to get a book deal and then you write a book with like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you said, can't reveal anything. Yeah, but. maybe you have. <laughs> Harry Pothead. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. And then the last one was make a million dollars. Okay. Um, and I genuinely believe it could happen. Because let's we're going to do it from financial year 20 to 21. No, 21 to 22. Yeah, FY21 to 22. Yeah, that's what I'm giving myself. Okay. So I guess we're starting in a month. Yeah. 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 And so um, it's pretty – I think the goals of write a book and write a song are probably – you can put the steps in place a little easier than make a million dollars. And this is where a lot of fun started happening on your Instagram around – how to actually do that, uh, and this is where your investing journey started. It did. Mm. It did because doing what we do, there is a lot of money in it. Mm. Like you guys are staring down the barrel of a fruitful future if you keep this up, especially podcasting. Because- Can you point us to the barrel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> just believe. You're just going to believe. Yeah. Um, and so when I got made redundant, I just assumed that I was on track to get like some sort of radio gig or like go on the Today Show and make 300 grand a year kind of vibes. Um, but it didn't happen. So then I had to think, fuck, I've got to get in this investment train. I have friends that work in finance and I've always had a um, weird preoccupation with people that work in finance. Like I really take the piss out of them, but I'm secretly jealous because yeah. I could never do it. Yeah. Um, so I'd start asking them, guys, like I need to invest this year because I saw that, yeah, it's actually quite hard to make money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you <really don't> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think 95% of fund managers don't even outperform the index. So, I mean, they make money, but they... They're no better than the market. So and I literally don't understand what that means. That's fine. <laughs> um, it means like, you know, if you took all of the stocks on the Australian Stock Exchange and tracked their average movement, the idea of paying a professional manager is for them to actually beat the performance of all of them. But 95% of them actually can't do that. And so there's a big challenge around, well, why would you even pay someone to manage your money if they can't? generally be better than just investing in the entire market. Savages. Yeah. <laughs> JP Morgan is quaking. <laughs> no, um, fund managers, right, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would. I started kind of like asking them questions, being like, guys, can we sit down, have a dinner, I'll cook you dinner, let's talk about investing. It never happened. Um, so I thought I need to take this into my own hands. And yep. what I've just, what I found working and also in my life generally is that only things only happen if you start them. Absolutely. Yeah. So I thought I've got this audience on in- Instagram and I know a lot of them are in finance. So, so I thought I'm going to put $500 down and say, hey guys, I've got $500 and I need to double it by the end of the week. Start small. Yeah. Start small. And all of these suggestions were coming in like, throw it all on a flight to Brisbane and then like put the rest on black and all this stuff. And I genuinely considered it. Like I started looking at flights for Brisbane, da da da. And then someone said Wait, wait, why would you need to fly to Brisbane to go to a casino? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't. That is a great, (laughs) great point. Anyway, sacked that and someone slid into my DMs and said crypto and gave me this really specific route of how I should do it. I thought that's interesting. So I messaged this guy back and I was like, what's Binance? Binance. Binance, yeah. Um, And what is this crypto you're talking about? And blah, blah, blah. And he talked me through it and he was sending me selfies at the same time. Okay. (laughs) Which like I think was him being like, this is legit. Like I'm a person. Okay. All right. Okay. And he was a New Zealander living in Miami. That's all I knew. Okay. So with his guidance, which I didn't really make clear on my Instagram because I guess part of the journey was that I wanted to show people that like you can do it. So showing people the steps, yeah. which is what I do actually with a lot of my content. I just get people to tell me what to do. And then I like package it <laughs> yeah. up as a Frims World yeah. product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he basically said, get on Binance, put your $500 into it, then pick a coin that is a meme coin. So in the back of my mind, I'm thinking he probably knew that I was going to post about it yeah. and people might have jumped on. True, yeah. Um, and then I did it and I found this coin. He sent me this list of coins. One of them was called Rotten. No, I hadn't heard of it. Never, heard of, never it. heard of it. And a few others, but one of them was called Cum Rocket. Yes. I've heard of that one. Cum Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> my cummies. Yes. <laughs> and I looked into it and it was really interesting for me to look into because it opened up what crypto is to me. So I know a lot of crypto, like Dogecoin, does it have an actual business plan? No, No, it was a meme coin. Dogecoin was was made as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's nothing behind it except now Elon Musk and his 54 million Twitter followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think think one of the two creators was an Australian as well of Dogecoin. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I did this as a piss take because crypto is a joke. And now it's millions of dollars. Biggest coins out there. Yeah. Well, do you know, because it actually started as a payment on Reddit. Doge? Yeah. So people would do posts and then in this little like finance, like Reddit bro community, (laughs) they would give each other Dogecoin. Oh, yeah. And they were kind of, I think they were the first ones to then like inflate it. Yeah, And then the rest of the world got on. There you go. Jeez, the power of Reddit. So did you go Doge? We'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) I have some regrets. (laughs) Bored at the peak. Anyway, um... I looked into Cum Rocket and it had a thing called white, a white paper. A white paper, yeah. Which, do you want to describe what that is? Uh, it's just a piece of white paper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, as you can see, Bryce is not the comedian here. <laughs> like, no, it's like its thesis uh, for its existence, really. It's why and what it is written by generally the, the creators. Mm. So it had one of those and I realised that's quite a big deal. And it, the founders were doxxed. So on the website they had whoever's in the team for Come Rocket. So if they're going to steal people's money, it's going to be embarrassing. So, Oh, uh, is that is – that, I didn't even realise well, that's an important thing. Well, I thought – if it's anonymous, are you like, stay away? I think so. Okay, but I also yeah, think yeah, dox um, means that they – this could be completely wrong, so please don't cancel me if you're out there. But I think it means that the uh, the creator's coins 
are burnt and theirs is actually in the universe. So they can't, yeah, just pump and dump, shut it down and take their coins. Oh, is this the whole rug pull thing? Yeah, it's, okay. it's to prevent a scam from the creators just pumping it up. Shutting it down, running off. When you said, when I you think, said, I think, when you said, yeah. please don't cancel me for this, I thought you were going to say something a lot more controversial. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's my level of. Uh... Yeah, right. You're very paranoid about it. <laughs> you got to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially when you're dealing with Cum Rocket. True. So Cum Rocket was a cryptocurrency uh, with a purpose. So it is a token that you can use to pay uh, sex stars. Okay. okay. People, performers, online performers. So is it like OnlyFans but crypto? Okay. Exactly. So I thought that's a really interesting idea. And this was kind of like happening when the NFT conversation yeah, was popping yeah, off. Yeah. And obviously I was interested in NFTs because you would actually, you would kind of understand if you don't if you don't bring brand sponsors on and you're making online content, you're not making money. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I want that. So, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, and then I started posting about it and I started posting about all the steps that I had to take to get the crypto because it was quite confusing. Anyway, started posting about it, started going up, and every time it went up I'd be on my Instagram like, holy fuck, it's going up, it's going up. And I was genuinely excited. Like I didn't think anyone else was going to jump on it, Mm. really. And I was getting all these DMs at the time of people in COVID being like, I made all this money in COVID on these ridiculous coins. I'm so excited to see you're doing it. Anyway, I bought it for point zero zero eight cents and at time of selling it was 20 cents yeah nice epic so it's like a two it was up by like 280 percent it times 280 percent yeah i mean it'd be up more than 280 times yeah 280 times which would be in the thousands a fraction of a cent to 20 cents yeah 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 so you would have made a lot a nice chunk of money Yes, well, on paper, I would have made fourteen thousand from from five hundred. Yeah, wait, on paper. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh-oh. Oh, how that might have fallen. <laughs> yeah. So when I when I hit like eight thousand, I was like, I'm going to take a chunk out of this. Take a chunk out. Took it out just to see what I was doing, and then it kind of dawned on me that there's a thing called capital gains tax. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every movement you make, you have to pay capital gains tax on. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did one big one big chunk and I put it into another crypto which had a white paper. Can I talk? I'm allowed to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not yeah. financial advice. No, no, no. no, no. no. We no. put disclaimers on and it's very clear that the three of us aren't speaking advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speak for yourself, doll. <laughs> um, 14,000 in a week. True, true, true. <laughs> um, no, I got a tip off about another cryptocurrency called Mirror Protocol, which basically is on the blockchain side of things and it mirrors the market it mirrors the market, right? And it can be used. So let's say you buy a house, you guys buy a house together and you don't know like how much each person put in, but this on a blockchain shows the movements of the money and stuff so that it's kind of like a con- like legal contracts, but on the blockchain. So there's no like you don't lose paper or it's, or it's like quite, okay. I think that's how it works. Yeah. Makes I don't know. Sense. It sounded interesting. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds yeah. interesting. Um, and yes, I put all my money in that, put it in for, for the full eight grand. Yep. Uh, uh, 80%. Yeah. Just because I was like thinking about capital, capital, capital gains. gains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and bought it at $12. And then this crash started happening with Doge and stuff. 
down to about $6. Oh, no. So oh. shitty, but yeah. I'm still so on a... Yeah, and, yeah. and my idea with, with that is I wanted to go from cummies to something that I could keep for a year because I've been listening to your podcast and I'm definitely a set and forget type vibe. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I know I didn't feel as if I had much to lose because the $500 I was happy to part with, like I was going to go to Brisbane and put it on black. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what I did. And I haven't, I look at it sometimes, but I, I don't really look at it because I'm going to keep it for a year mm. and whatever happens, mm. happens. Well, the good thing is if you keep it for a year, you get a discount on your capital gains tax. So if you hold of something for over a year, it's halved. So do you still have stuff in cummies then? If you, if it on paper was 14, you took out eight. I took it all out. Oh, you took it all. All out. Up to 14, back down to eight, took it all out. Took it something all out. Something like that. Yep. Um, and then I put a little bit in Doge right at the peak. Yeah. But I'm going to keep there as well, like 200 bucks or something. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And so then this is part of goal number three, which is the quest towards a million dollars. Is there anything else that you're doing in the equity space? So I spoke to your producer before I came in. Yeah. It's known that you've got a producer. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. This is a full-blown operation. I mean, if you, if you watch this, it's obvious, but you never know with podcasts. Yeah, But this yeah. is legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say that you're in the same office as Batuta? You can, you can. yeah. You just said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in and I was like, oh, my God, this is cool. Uh, I have shifted my idea of the million dollars. Okay. And I want to talk to you guys about it because I know you, this is a business, and I know you went... F- solo like a year ago? Uh, Mid-COVID. Yeah, full time. Yeah, same as you, I think. Probably very similar timing, yeah. Huge. Mm. Yeah. And I imagine was there – you guys had been building up for it for a long time, but was there an element of panic when you flicked over? Uh, Not not really. I mean, maybe for Bryce because he was stuck with me, but um, (laughs) I had been keen to quit my job before COVID and, um, yeah, we we felt like it was time. Yeah, I think for me I held on as long as possible – until I felt like, okay, I've got at least 12 months runway ahead here that we can give it a crack. Well, Bryce didn't actually quit. He just took a year off. So he had the backup oh. plan as well. Well, I've just quit. Yeah. <laughs> no going Form- back now. Formally, formally. But before we jump into uh, this, we'll just take a quick break here from our sponsors. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, yes, we've just quit COVID. We have just quit. Well, I have just quit. You quit late last year. So it is daunting with the whole business, investing, equities. So where are you at on that kind of thing? Because the way I think about this is a lot of uh, people who are looking at equities and and just starting out uh, think about it as, oh, it's risky. Don't want to put all my money in, potential lose it. But you've gone crypto. Which is to me, <laughs> you've done the hardest bit. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Risk is obviously not the biggest. Yeah, concern. Where, yeah. where does you like? Where do you sit on the risk scale? If if you were to think about like your risk level, you, it's obviously you're willing to take a risk to make a few a few dollars. 
I'm actually not at all. Oh. The crypto I was willing to do because the yield, I think a lot of investing, I think about it with my life. So me putting $500 into something to do an Instagram thing and then do a newsletter and then come on something like this, like that's worth more than $500 for my brand recognition because I think of Froomsort as a brand separate to my actual person. So in terms of investing outside of that, I'm not doing anything with my money right now. And it's because with, you know, having your own business, I'm at that stage where I'm still building it and I'm, I've am i got a lot of trepidation mm. about, you know, doing stuff. And I, I figure the crypto was a way for me to just put my foot in the door of kind of starting to understand markets and be able to read a graph. Couldn't do it before. Mm. Like I'm the most basic level of understanding money generally. That's okay. I still can't read a graph. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Creative director. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so I think we should try and make the case that you should put money in equities, not crypto. I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't. <laughs> but before we do, um, how? so you're, you're building the business. How are you thinking? Like, are you just saving all your money in the bank and like trying to build up an emergency fund? Is that sort of how you're thinking about it? So I've got a chunk of money saved from my old job and just like I'm a relatively diligent saver. Like I don't spend that much money on stuff. I like don't do rack, um, <laughs> which is like I think about it all the time with people that do it. I'm like $300. Yeah, if you invest that and get 8% a year for 30 years, you could buy a car with that. Legitimately. <laughs> yeah. So... I definitely, I'd have a chunk that I don't want to touch just as sort of like you, like an emergency fund if shit goes belly up. Um, but because I'm paid at completely random intervals, like I haven't had a, I just got a paycheck yesterday, but that's the first time in six weeks. Mm-hmm. So I just keep all of my money in a everyday account. So I've got like a huge chunk of money mm. that's almost always my savings. Mm. And I just like, do, 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 not think about it. <laughs> like waiting for a literal $20,000 tax bill vibes. Yeah, yeah. So when tax time happens, which is in a month, I'm going to figure out all my finances and then I'll know how much money I've got to play with. Yeah. But I'm not someone who's going to dip into my savings to do stocks right now yeah. because for me, if I'm investing in something, I want to understand it. Yeah. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. There's no doubt for me this year, uh, well, since quitting anyway um, and running this, it's been a period of probably the a period where I've invested the least amount of money versus but that's probably just because we've well, yeah, our paycheck you is pay drastically is reduced. Yeah. <laughs> Corporate world was good. Yeah. So wait, so your paycheck is reduced? Drastically. Yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah, were yeah. we were well, living well, we've, cushy corporate jobs <laughs> and yeah. we've chosen to do that because we want to keep the money in the actual business, if that makes sense. But similarly, like the business gets very lumpy pay. Like so lumpy. It's, it's just like yeah. one month you'll just be like, yeah, boy. Yeah. And then you, then you have no pay for like three months. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, damn. <laughs> Longest no boy yeah. ever. <laughs> and so that makes – and so I can understand if that was how we were physically paid. We're lucky enough, I guess, that we can still get a monthly check from the business. But if that was how we were taking it personally, it would be super hard to have an investment plan, I think. Mm. Yeah. Well, for me at least, I want to spend a year doing my business full time and then see sort of what my earning potential is and then 
project how much I'm going to make in the other years because I'm in it for the long haul. Like yeah, I, nice. I think of my life and my career, like I said, as an investment. So me spending my time doing an Instagram story rather than spending my time researching like buying Woolworths stocks <laughs> um, <laughs> um, makes more sense to me. And I want, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how we have sort of framed it as well. I think or anyway, the, the way I think about it is that the time that we're putting into this business, I think hopefully, and the, the pay cut that we took, I guess is hopefully going to be worth 10 or 20 times in a few years time. Yeah. I just think you should combine the two and yeah. do uh, a spin-off account, Froome's Finance, where you do Instagram stories of you researching Woolworth stock. Yeah. That's a business idea. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah. But time. Mm-hmm. Time is an infinite resource that you can't, you know, it's a, lo- it's a losing yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. So have you thought about what you would do if you tax time's done, you've got a, you know what you're able to play with. Do you have like a, any indication of are you going to go down the ETF route? Is it Woolies only? Is it? <laughs> it's actually McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, not, not bad. Not Have bad. you thought about any of that stuff? House. Oh yeah, nice. Obviously, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. Is that obvious? I don't know. It's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not there yet. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I guess yeah, probably EFTs. If I'm going to spend some time looking into it, we're doing an EFT situation. Yeah, ETFs. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you would, you, it, so many people uh, get that around the wrong way. Because Sasha, EFT, yeah, sa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> EFT is like FPOS, so everyone thinks F- EFT. Yeah, yeah, EFT, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'll tell you what, finance loves an acronym. There are so many. ETFs, LICs, NTA, all this stuff. NFT. Just NFT. It's bloody acronyms galore, yeah. It's bullshit because it means it's hard for the average person. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a policy here at Equity Mates, one of three, that we hate jargon. And it's because, yeah, it makes it makes you feel like you need someone to do it for you. You can't do it yourself because there's all this bullshit jargon and data and charts. Yeah, Fully. It's all things are far simpler than they appear. That's it. That's in it. In life. Yeah. But, yeah, probably an ETF. Oh, my God. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm still at that stage where I want someone to hold my hand and tell me what to do, hmm. which, I mean – we see that that doesn't always go well because, like, for example, with Mirror Protocol, someone told me to do that and I <laughs> lost half of it. Yeah, well, that was yeah. my question. Have you, like, so we've just come off the back of a couple of episodes around investing mistakes on Get Started Investing. Will they going to be uh, aired by the time we record this? And one of them is sort of like that following the herd mentality and I've lost a bunch of cash just by taking stock, stock tips and being told what to invest in without doing any sort of research. But I can understand that as someone who you know, has no idea. It's an easy way to get into the markets, but um, did it with crypto. Yeah. And it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really did. Great first start. Yeah. The, the, the real problem in the in Australia at the moment is like you, you want someone to help you and it's going to be at least a few grand to get like proper financial advice. And so it's like people who are just starting out who need the help the most, like can't afford it. So then where it's like, where do you go? And, a lot of people like Bryce end up getting stock tips from mates at barbecues or on Instagram and it's, it's not it's not how you learn but it's expensive to go to a professional. Yeah. Speaking of the house and um, I didn't know this and I don't know if you've done any research on it at all but like obviously running your own business, the bank looks at what you're making and all that sort of jazz and it's not as easy as just putting the three months pay slips in front of them and saying, here's my three months worth of pay slips. Um, 
and I don't know if that's what they do with a mortgage. I'm sure they do a bit more due diligence than that. But <laughs> <laughs> I've not, no, I've not thought of that. <laughs> but yeah, that's the challenge I, I've been thinking through. Is like if you go to the bank and they say well, show us your income so that you can service the loan. For us, it's like, well, yeah, here's my income. But as you can see, I'm paid on this month and then I'm paid three months later. And have have you looked into that at all? Because I'd actually like to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Here I come. I want to buy a house. <laughs> I don't know the first fucking thing about it. <laughs> no, I haven't. I And like a lot of people listening would have their own businesses. I feel like people our age yeah, yeah. are all into that CEO lifestyle. Um, the dream not, of the, the CEO lifestyle. <laughs> it's a harsh reality. Um, no, I, th- I think the other thing, like speaking of jargon and kind of like the idea that some people are left out of doing this kind of stuff, I think a lot, well, I've thought about it a lot this year, the idea that like if you've got parents who could cushion the blow, like yeah. when I got made redundant, I was like, I'm moving straight back to Melbourne and in with my parents. And slowly it dawned on me that, that's not usual. Like a lot of people can't do that. And I think maybe then doing gambles like $500 or putting a few grand into an ETF seems more possible. I'm just, I'm interested in like finan- the financial, like hidden kind of things that make you feel more confident. Yeah. 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 The, I mean, yeah, for there's definitely a f- people out there who would have that sort of sense of security, I guess, more so than others. Um, I guess it's your risk level. Like it's, it's, I think it's about how you've got to that thousand dollars. A lot of people who save and, you know, there's a lot of people who will save and save and save and get to that thousand. So they know how long it took to make it. And so taking that risk of then, well, I could lose it very quickly versus, you know, if you were to get an inheritance or whatever, it might be slightly different in, in the level of risk that you're willing to take. So I can, yeah, certainly understand, uh, that side of things. Because, you know, I worked all the way through university and sort of put five grand just in afterpay or in, a, you know, another ETF or whatever without really knowing it can be incredibly daunting. But we always talk about the upside versus the downside. Um, and given our age, I think losing a thousand now or two thousand now, it's not going to. I'm not going to die. <laughs> and I think um, you will always be able to earn the money back, but the time I think is something that you'll never be able to earn back. So getting it in there and having that opportunity to get that upside, I think is what I always try and remind myself of. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, because we don't have kids. Do you guys have kids? No. no. Bryce is close. I'm not close. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. What, what name are you thinking? I'm not even close. <laughs> I reckon it should be Bryce, Bri- Jr. Bryce Jr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bryce Seller. Bryce Buffett Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, we let the Equity Mates community choose the uh, the kid's middle name. We do like a no. competition or something. <laughs> that would be pretty yes. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because my middle name is Frooms. And that's set me oh, on the path. Is it? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So ah. give it a ridiculous middle name. Triple O for Not yet, but I will <laughs> for IP purposes. Um, no, yeah, that's true. Yeah. For us, the biggest, I think one of the biggest sort of light bulb moments for us over the last couple of years has been the, you know, the phrase around the biggest risk is actually not investing. It, mm. Yeah, the risk the the risk of losing is uh, outweighed by the risk of actually not putting your money to work. And there's ways that you can do that that are low risk 
in terms of losing your money. Like you can go broad based a thousand dollars across a hundred companies rather than just one, for example, that all, all of a sudden that risk is a lot less. Yeah. I think the, the numbers are you take any 10 year period for like the Australian market and you won't lose money. Like over the long time, the, the broad Australian market or the broad US market it, it only goes in one direction. And you hear things like the global financial crisis or COVID, like stuff goes wrong and like individual companies go bankrupt, like Dick Smith went bankrupt and that happens. But overall, like the world gets more productive and more innovative and, you know, things grind upwards slowly. And I mean, for me, yeah, that the biggest risk is not investing, but also realizing what you're investing in. Like you think about buying a company they're literally trying to create new products, hire the smartest people, enter new markets, all to make you as a shareholder more money. And like the CEO is only paid if you as a shareholder make money. Like that's how they get their bonus. That's how the board keeps their job. That's how executives get promoted. So like this whole construct is set up to make you as a shareholder more money. And when you think of it like that, it's like, why would I buy a painting or a house that I hope someone will buy for more in the future when it's like there's something here that is like economically productive trying to make more money for me. I love that you guys do put a positive spin. <laughs> I'm like running out the door to get an ETF vibes. Well, the, 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 the challenge though I think is that um, it's that 10 year piece. It's, 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 it's putting it in now and just going oh I'd love this to double overnight and i become rich quick and everyone does that when they start investing I, you know a lot of people say i want to be rich now i need to get that house now so i'm going to invest and i need need it to be in whatever's going to double overnight but the real wealth is built over a long period of time that's, yeah. that's the challenge the best yeah. example of that is amazon like if you just bought amazon in 1997 when it went public they had 250 employees made a million dollars a year Fast forward 23 years, you've done nothing. You've just held it. You still own the same thing. One share of Amazon now makes what? It's over worth over a trillion dollars. It has over a million employees, does 80 billion or more than that in revenue a year. It's like if you just hold these things, they just get more productive. If you hold the right things. Yeah. I wonder, do you guys ever think about um, morals? Uh, yeah. In terms yeah. of like, like ethical investing and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like because something like Amazon or like even Airbnb, Uber are kind of making the working world for the people that work for them at, you know, in the factories doing mm. the writing. Like they're, it really pushes them down. Mm. Is that something you think about? Yes. It, it is, actually yeah. is. Because yeah. I'm asking because I don't really think like that, but I know that it. Yeah, it is. It, like ethical investing is really big at the moment and like it will only get bigger especially around climate change like a lot of people are trying to make decisions around um how they invest based on you know do they mine coal or do they use like you know carbon intensive practices um and i actually worked in coals before this in their sustainability team and like i saw firsthand the effect of ethical investing on companies like it actually does make a difference like my bosses were getting dragged into more meetings with investors. The CEO was more interested. Like when investors say we won't invest in you if you're not more sustainable or you're not more ethical or you don't like allow your teams to unionize or whatever it is, like CEOs listen because 
their whole incentive structure, like the reason they get their bonus is if the share price goes up. So there's a really big movement around that at the moment and it does actually have an impact. I'm cash hungry though, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you need to pay for your baby. Uh, yeah, true, yeah. true. I'll, I'll invest in tobacco, gambling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jokes. No. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a funny thing and I think it's a way to be... I like the idea that you can influence a CEO because I think with a lot of, you know, if you want to make a difference in any space, environmentally, da-da-da, you need – it's to do with money at the mm. end of the day. So if you can direct your money like that – again, I don't know if I would though because I want to – you know, you got to think about your individual life. Mm. Um, it's also well, very hard to find information on who's doing what. Like we just did an episode this morning on – companies that you would be surprised are actually quite unethical that at a high level you'd just be like Nestle hmm, what's wrong with them but you dig under the surface and there's a heap of stuff going on that could make you believe or sway you in the opposite direction so it's incredibly gray area very well, difficult we chatted about Woolies before like Woolies have a massive poker machine business and like oh, own a whole really? bunch of pubs and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, I can't wait for that um, episode. That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, but, but they're selling it because no one's investing in them from an ethical point of view. So they said, we want the money from ethical investors, so let's sell our pokies business. Amazing. Yeah. See, that's – yes. Yes. And unionise everybody. I'm all for the union's yeah. vibes. Yes, and if you own Woolworths, you'll get a stock in the pokies business once they merge. So two-for-one deal. Oh. If that kind of makes sense. So if no. you hold Woolies shares, they'll then sell the business, the pokies and the and the hospo um, pub business. It will then list on the Australian Stock Exchange, just like all other public companies. And uh, if you're a shareholder in Woolworths, you'll also get shares in that company. Called oh, Endeavor. fab! And you don't actually have to put more. No, no, no. 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 They're just like splitting it, and you get a bit of both. Two for one. Yeah. See, two for one deal. <laughs> Yay! Combo deal. <laughs> two slaps for the price of one. That's it. <laughs> now I'm just conscious of time, so I think it'd be good to just put a um, sort of wrap where we're at, and maybe just hear a few of your sort of closing thoughts and maybe lessons, because I know that there's a lot of people in the get started investing community who are exactly where you're at, which is saved a lot, probably working for themselves and, you know, wanting to buy a house, wanting to make a million dollars in a year. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone wants that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Knowing that putting your money to work is the right thing to do, but um, feeling like that's the, maybe now's not the right time or X, Y, and Z. So, um, yeah, what, what would you, A, have any sort of closing thoughts for them or like what has been your biggest lesson from crypto that would is going to sort of help you go into that next phase of a buying a house or, or getting into the stock market probably two things number one is research in a way that suits you don't want to plug equity mates don't want to pump your tires too much <laughs> um but listening to something like this with people that you can relate to um and that dumb thing you don't dumb things down but you know i I can listen to this and you guys are so knowledgeable, but you make it in a way that I can understand. So listen to your podcast and you're in good company and people that are our age in a similar sort of bracket is super helpful. Like I listened and I found out about interest rates with banks and all of this stuff that I was too worried to ask people or I just didn't give a F about because I didn't know how it would affect me. So doing something like that I found super helpful. And I guess with crypto – 
the main learning for me was maybe seeing that people don't know what they're talking about. Like no one can actually predict the market. No. So I, I find a bit of power in that because I think like with stocks and stuff, you're like, oh, fuck, like this person's making this and I'm doing this. Like like you say, it all kind of evens out. Yeah. Um, and then probably from this episode, the idea that you can think about where to ethically put your money. Yeah, yeah. You know, because at the, at, I think at the moment the only way to ethically put your money to use for companies is deciding, no, I'm going to go Cadbury over Nestle yeah. and doing those mini things, but realising you can make an impact in a bigger way. Yeah. yeah. And a big a and big thing on the ethical side that people don't think about a lot is your superannuation. Super, yeah. Because you you, you've got this big pool of money uh, in your superannuation that – you just give to a super fund and they do whatever with. But there are ethical super funds out there that are like dealing with- Activists. Yeah, like activists, like going to companies and saying, you know, we're a massive super fund, but we'll only invest you if you do this, this and this. So, or like, we're going to pull our money if you don't change that. Mm. So there's a few out there that are um, doing some really good work. Mm. Oh, sick. And how can I find out about them? Uh, there's a couple we can give you right now. One's called Future Super. Um no, I haven't put my money across with them. As I said, I'm cash. Price is about the money. <laughs> no, no. But surprisingly, we, they do do very well, and we, this is one of the things. The, I guess common misconceptions about ESG is: um, oh, does it perform? Does it not perform? But it yeah, ethical well. in, ethical investing has beaten the market over the last like decade or so. It's mm. like done new. better. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's future super massive. and yeah. what's the other one? Australian Australian ethical, ethical Australian ethical. Yeah. yeah, and we've um, we've interviewed Adam Verway from Future Super a couple of times, so um, you can listen to listen to him. Yeah. Is he yeah. a good banter good vibes? Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Sick. very ethical, very <laughs> ethical guy. Okay, good. comes in like a Tesla. Or yeah, a yeah, little yeah. line bike. Okay, I'm thinking I'm going to go with. Um, Australian ethical investments because I feel like I like the title because people will find it. You know, it's something you'd Google and then it might come up. Yeah. So other people will jump on. We'll check them out. Yeah, check them out. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that is um, – that's all we have time for, unfortunately, Lucinda. But um, I think this is a good starting point and it would be great to get you back on at some point in the future once Froome's finances kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to follow or, your or journey once, uh, for a million. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Once, or once you've done the tax return and there's um, some money to play with. But for those that do want to follow along with what you're doing in Froome's world, uh, you've got a newsletter, etc. Where can everyone go? What's the best places? So if you want to get the full catalogue of my skills and expertise, yep. go to www.froomesworld.com. That's with three O's? Two O's. Okay, that's confusing. Oh, right. <laughs> you should make sure you get all the different handles and URLs just so you got them all. I know the URLs. I've done with the Instagram handles, but yes. Um, you can follow me there. I think my newsletter is a good place to follow Okay, because I can go more in depth into my thoughts, etc. And that's uh, through the website. Just sign up there. Yeah, yep. you can find it. And then if you just want to see shit posting, jump on the IG. <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah. We're Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, my God, I love you guys because I was telling your producer, Sasha, before I came on, when I first started listening to you, I was like, oh, my God, you sound so much like private school boys but nice. <laughs> Do you, don't you reckon you're so well spoken? But you, like, well, I'm not a private school boy. Yeah, you're a private I school boy. I am a private school boy. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm I guess it. I'm the private school boy and Bryce is the nice one. Yeah. <laughs> you just eat each other out. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm a Wagga boy. But um, yeah, and also don't forget where are all the baby pigeons? Go and check that out for Life's Myths Debunked. Is that a good way to sum- sum- summarize it? It's a perfect way. Nice. <laughs> and will, will we find out where the baby pigeons are? That's the last episode, but I haven't started it. Okay. Because okay. we don't know, like... Well, you don't know they, where they are. Well, they're in nests. Like, it's a bit obvious. <laughs> yeah, but where are the nests? <laughs> so if you're watching this and you have an idea, DM me and we can make nice. an episode like that. Nice. Well, make sure you go check it all out because it is a lot of fun following Froom's World and, and your finance journey. Um, good luck with making the million by the time FY22 is out. If you do, let us know because you'll be doing very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you might have to replace one of us on this yeah, show. Please. <laughs> I'm going to be listing. Well, let's put it in the diary. Thursday, 10th of June... 2022, let's reconvene. Okay. Okay. And we don't need to talk in terms of actual money. No. But we got to see who makes more money. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. on. It's on. New goal, new goal alert. It's yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this. All right. Game on. Game on. Well, we'll talk to our. We'll. Um, who makes more money? Jeez, we're going to have to put Jeez, I'm going to go hard. Yeah. Go hard. <laughs> You've got a bigger uh, social following than us that you can uh, really mobilise, so we're, we're going to have to True. get going. You yeah. have more of a pump and dump opportunity. Yeah, than I do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we make an Equity Mates coin and a Frooms coin and we see who can make well, more money. The power probably. of the podcast, though, we could get some pump and dumps going. Podcasting yeah, yeah. is... I'm going to start a... I mean, I fucking started a podcast, but you guys, I'm, I, my money's on you. No, no, no. We'll see. We'll see. Let's leave it there. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for your time. Um, very much enjoy it. And I know that, as I said, there's a lot of people in the Get Started community who are exactly at your stage. So it's always good to have these conversations to just, I guess, make it clear that everyone goes on their journey and it's, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere and to not sort of freak out about it and just, as you said, get started because that's the main thing. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you so much. much for having me. This was great. Get Started Investing is a product of Equity Bates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Get Started Investing are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Get Started Investing acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.